episode zero. Oh my gosh, you guys. I cannot express how excited I am right now. We are we are doing this. We are not only starting this podcast, we are starting a movement, a lifestyle. We are going to change lives while improving our own and I'm just super excited. I'm currently sitting in my wife's closet because she has the most clothes. And we also have a special guest. His name is Remy. He is a black stray. And he is definitely going to be probably sitting on me anytime soon. But regardless, I am so excited that you're listening. Even if this is like five years in the future, I think it'd be crazy. Uh, Even if my kid listens to this in the future, I will be blown away because that's where I see this going. I see it being something that's going to influence so many people uh, from baby boomers all the way up to Gen Z. I, I truly believe that our quality of life in the 21st century is skewed. I think people need to be informed. With being informed, we're empowered. And from being empowered, I mean, we can do amazing things. So just to kick it off, if you don't know what quality of life is, you know, when everyone hears that phrase a lot of times, and I didn't know it until I looked it up. So don't feel bad. But quality of life is the standard of health, comfort and happiness experienced by individuals and groups. And just to give you a brief history of my life, I, I've done a lot of stuff (laughs) and I did not ever in my wildest dreams, see myself doing what I'm doing right now in this closet, recording a podcast on health, comfort, and happiness for everyone. So I grew up in the music industry started playing guitar when I was nine, moved to LA when I was 19, did that for about three or four years, did the Hollywood thing, got into way too much stuff that, that no one needs to get into. It was just stupid. And granted, I was still a nice guy. I, you know, I wasn't trying to hustle like drugs or be corrupt and, you know, but that's actually the reason why I couldn't stay. I I wasn't keeping up with that lifestyle and it didn't like affect my health and my body necessarily, but it definitely took a toll on just my mind and like my future. I just felt like I had nowhere to go now. I mean, I've been playing guitar my whole life and doing music and lo and behold, now I'm not wanting to do that anymore. So I transitioned into playing, still playing music cause I needed to make money, but I was actually doing it in the church. And if you're a musician and you don't know how successful you can be playing an instrument in church, you should do that because it's a great way to get experience, to get yourself into situations with really good quality equipment and for the most part, amazing, talented people. Only bad part is if you then transition from just playing an instrument to actually being in ministry, trying to impact the world for Christ and 
doing that whole thing. That's a whole other conversation I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. I really want to have a pastor uh, or pastors, I should say, uh, on this podcast or a part of SoCal QOL, either current pastors or ex-pastors or maybe even future pastors. But I think there is a huge disconnect in what the church is doing as far as leaders, um, not only in the four walls, but outside in the world. And so, yeah, that being said, um, yeah, transitioning to that and being a pastor, even though I wasn't ordained, I was still overseeing people. I was shepherding. I was, I was mentoring and flash forward like 10 years. And, you know, I'm in my early thirties and I'm killing myself for, you know, quote unquote, an industry that honestly, I don't think saw my worth. I don't think they knew what I was actually trying to do. I mean, I, I was called a womanizer. Um, I, you know, I got paid really good when I was just a musician, but when I transitioned to being a person on staff, it, uh, it, it basically took my pay grade down to like a quarter of what I was making as a musician, which seems so weird to me, but, and probably so weird to you, but, you know, as, as that life in church and being on staff at a a church, I guess most people would say, well, you know, you're doing this voluntary kind of job. And, uh, you know, I would agree with that. I would agree that it's, it's, it's become something that's supposed to be this lush lifestyle. And as far as like TV and video and, and even film, uh, they, they make it look like you can be very, very successful financially by just working at a church. So all that to be said, I transitioned out of ministry in my early thirties and I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have a job. I didn't have, uh, you know, money and I was newly married and I just knew in my heart that there had to be something for me. So flash forward to, gosh, three years ago, a little under three years ago or over three years ago, pretty recent. Um, my dad who works in, sorry, I'm going to take some water. My dad who works in small business employee benefits, uh, for not only health insurance, but retirement plans, all that good stuff. He, he basically said, Hey, if you want a job, I'm, I'm into the idea of, you know, having you work for me, you can assist me. Um, you can go ahead and look over my shoulder if you want, but for the most part, it's up to you. You know, you can, uh, You can see what I do, and if you like it, it would be great for me to pass on my business to you. And so that was, when we talk about social wellness, that was a relationship that I had never had with my dad. My dad was always like my my cheerleader, uh, in not only in music, because he's a big music fan, uh, but also just in life. He was just a champion of what I was doing every step of the way. But once you step into the, the shadow of, of, I would say any father, I guess in a business, but you know, small business, family owned and 
stuff just hit the fan. It, it really just became apparent that we both didn't see things eye to eye. And, and obviously I'm younger, so I have uh, a different outlook on where I see the industry going, more technology-based. Um, I hated, you know, I file all the time. I don't mind filing, but I never wanted to actually have my own files. So I was always encouraging him to, Hey, why don't we digitize everything? You know, why don't we get rid of these file cabinets and, you know, we'll back up our backups. But for the most part, I, I don't see myself, uh, doing that. Even that was, was a struggle. So, you know, it, it was, uh, it was like a come to Jesus moment for me because I, I sat back and I go, I, I really just need to honor my father in this situation. I can't sit here and neglect that because, if that was really where I'm at, then to me, I just feel like a shitty person, you know, pardon my French, but I would just feel very, you know, now we're going more to the, the spiritual wellness, you know, our, my, my morals and my ethics, uh, were, were basically called out. And so I stopped thinking about myself in that situation. I started looking at him. What does he need? How can I support him and basically do what he's done my whole life, which is be, you know, his biggest fan, his biggest cheerleader. So that was where I saw it. Um, gosh, I think that was maybe a little over a year and a half ago. So fairly recent. And, oh, by the way, through all this, you know, three years of transition of my, basically my third career and, you know, getting married, um, I was fat. <laughs> and it's funny to say that because I didn't, I didn't see myself as fat. I would look at pictures and not really blink an eye or I wouldn't, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even question it. I was like, yeah, that's me, but you know, I'm not fat. Like there's no way I'm fat. So it didn't, it didn't come until, uh, I had to renew my license. So I had a license picture since I was 15 and I'm now in my early thirties or late, I guess it was early thirties. Yeah. It was early thirties. I get this ID and I was an idiot because I didn't, okay. I didn't even like shower that morning. I just kind of put clothes on, drove the DMV. I had an appointment that set for like, I had it set up for like two or three months and yeah, I, I show up I didn't even shave. So I didn't even shave. I didn't do my hair really. I just woke up, showed up, took the picture. I wore like this collared shirt that I thought, you know, yeah, it's, you know, it's my normal, like I want to kind of present myself as, you know, you know, well, uh, well educated and, you know, proper. No, I'm just kidding. It was literally just a regular blue plaid collared shirt. And literally I get it in the mail and all of a sudden it was like it was like my eyes were opened for the first time and i was like that's not me that is not me there's no way and you know i hadn't even weighed myself in probably 2 years because it just i was doing so much stuff i was moving around a lot like i said just married i was in the honeymoon phase even though i still feel like i'm in the honeymoon phase but Basically, it was from that moment that I was like, damn, I got to 
I got to change something because this, this is crazy. And you know, nowhere in this story, nowhere in this background, did I ever say, uh, you know, I was an athlete and I, you know, did sports in high school and, you know, I was always, you know, going to games and no, I didn't do any of that. I, I skateboarded with some friends. I would go to the beach and pretend to surf. Uh, yeah, I was the opposite of, of athletic. So, you know, and I, I had done the P90X thing in my twenties and that was kind of more of like a, uh, you know, a spiritual thing. I was, I was going through relationships left and right. And I just didn't know, you know, what the hell I was doing with my life. So I just kind of gave it to God and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do something, you know, that will get my mind off of the crap that I usually think about. And so as I, you know, transitioned from seeing myself as fat and going like, okay, you know, even asking my wife, like, how can I get better? Like, what can I do? I don't, I don't really like going to the gym. I don't really know anything about the gym. I, I don't even know anything about food. I just eat what I like. And, um, you know, we had a few, a uh, few friends who were personal trainers and, you know, we did the beach body thing. And, um, you know, I guess that kind of like motivated me more than before, but it, I, it was a failure. I, I didn't change. I just kind of like did it for a short amount of time. And then I would stop kind of like P90X it's 90 days. You do the 90 days and you're good. <clears throat> so then as I'm, as I'm in this new kind of path where I'm, I'm looking at my dad's business, uh, he's doing, you know, his thing. I'm letting him do his thing and I'm sitting back and I just, I told him at that point in, in our relationship, me working for him, I was like, you know what, dad, don't even worry about it. Don't worry about me, the future of your business. I need to figure this out on my own. So I, I basically release you from any responsibility of figuring it out for me because, you know, I'm not going to lie for my whole life. I guess I just, I thought that somebody out there was going to see me, whatever industry I was in, whatever job I was at, was going to see my potential and was basically going to solve this lifelong problem that I think we all have, which is what do I do with my life? You know, what is, what is the meaning of life? You know, what, what am I here for? And so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm, you know, I'm finding like books to read. I'm listening to things online. I'm watching YouTube videos like crazy. And I, I find entrepreneur, I find entrepreneurs to listen to. I find the, you know, um, the Robert Kiyosaki's I find the Gary Vaynerchuk's I, I basically stumble into all these different people. And, uh, some of them actually came from watching like the Joe Rogan podcast. And as I'm sure, you know, if you don't know, you'll find out quickly if you Google Joe Rogan podcast or the Joe Rogan experience, but He's got the most diverse podcasts. He claims that he doesn't know anything, but he's super smart and he's just super self-aware about who he is and what he likes. And he's just a great interviewer. If you see him on UFC, he just knows exactly what to do when to do it. And, uh, which is inspirational in itself. I mean, kudos to you, Joe Rogan. You, uh, you kill it every podcast I see. And so, but he had this guy on, and this was actually, it was from like two years before I saw it. So it's just kind of funny how life works, but 
thank God for this damn podcast because I'm sitting there, I'm listening to this guy talk about how carbs are basically, you're, you know, you're, you're feeding your body something that it doesn't already have. So as you eat a carb, granted, you know, your body can't produce carbs. So, you know, that glucose, that sugar is, you're going to desire it. You know, it's like you trying to live off alcohol, like your body doesn't generate alcohol. So you're going to have to supplement it and go buy it and eat it. And if you don't have it, you're going to feel like shit and you're going to be hangry or you're going to be freaking pissed off. And so as he's saying that, I'm like, oh, I've never known that. I've never known that that that's what a car basically is in, in the big picture. He's like, yeah, but if you eat protein and you eat fat, you have protein on you. That's your muscle. You have fat on you. That's your fat. And if you give your body the things that it already has, it's going to use what you, what you give it, you know, it's, it's going to use what you got. And that just blew my mind. It like, it put it all in perspective. I, I could go to a store and look at a, a ingredient, um, on the back of the label. And if it said any carbs, I just knew, okay, well, you know, if there's one or two, I mean, I can handle that, but some, some of our drinks, they have 45 freaking grams of carbs or calories or sorry, of sugar. I, I was like, I used to drink that like three or four times a day. And then I would try to work out and I felt like crap and oh my gosh. And, uh, I didn't even mention either. I'm a horrible sleeper. And up until this point, I just kind of came to know that I, I would sleep really, uh, late at night. And I would get up really late in the late morning slash early afternoon. And that was just the way it was. Like my mom's the same way. So I just assumed that that's just the way it is. Well, nope. As I started eating more protein, more fat, putting the carbs aside and basically just walking every single day, I would just walk. And I literally, in a span of six months, to a year, I lost over 60 pounds just from eating and walking. And it was insane because I was doing what felt good to me. I was doing something that I was passionate about. And I was, I was into, you know, once I, once I knew about the protein and fat then I was like, well, what else can I figure out? And, you know, things like, you know, getting my blood pressure and, you know, weighing myself and looking at my BMI and, just this whole lifestyle change and just knowing and having that power behind the knowledge, it's just, it's invigorating. It's, it's freaking addictive. And it, uh, it just changed everything. It, it then started overflowing into my business ideas, like where I saw myself, you know, in five to 10 years and my finances and my real estate investments and like, Every single thing that ended up coming, you know, everything positive in my life, I basically could pinpoint it back to that one freaking podcast with, uh, the guy's name is Mark Sisson, the program or the, the, the lifestyle or the, the book is, uh, you know, primal blueprint. I read primal endurance cause that was the book he was promoting at the time. And, uh, I have both books. I have read endurance multiple times blueprint. I got through most of it, but I feel like that's more of like the Bible of primal. 
So I didn't feel as bad not reading the whole thing. But uh, yeah, you guys, like after that, I basically set my sights on this quality of life that I was able to obtain, this newfound appreciation just for who I was and not being afraid to say, I'm a shitty employee, but I'm a, I could be a really freaking good boss. I know it. I know I could be a good boss. And so that's pretty much where we are. That's where SoCal QOL came from. SoCal obviously meaning Southern California. QOL meaning quality of life. Uh, we're here to promote all the great things that uh, having wellness, knowing the environmental, uh, the emotional, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. All those types of wellness can span from any person on the, on the whole planet, really. But there's also things like services that can be provided through those things. And we want to provide those for you. Like there's things that I know service-wise that you need that we don't even have yet. And yet we are going to figure it out for you. Like we're, we're here to empower you, to fix your problems, to encourage you every day on social media or through email or text message, whatever, phone call, I don't care. We want to service you and we want you to, to be the best possible human being you can. And I think it all starts with your health. It has to start there because that's what, that's what worked for me. Once my health was in line, my sleep was in line. Once my sleep was in line, my day was in line. Then once my day was in line, then my, my relationship with my wife got better. My finances got fixed because, you know, I had more time to think about, oh, I shouldn't be spending this much money on that and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, I don't want this pod, first podcast to go too long. I know I'm just kind of ranting, but I'm just super excited. Um, I want to kind of just give you a heads up on some of the things that, you know, uh, I want to basically launch um, at the beginning of 2019. And uh, the first thing is just our social media presence is going to be huge. Uh, you, you heard me mention Gary Vaynerchuk. And if you look up Gary V on any platform, he's there and he's dominating. He, uh, he does it all. And he diversifies to the point where if you blew up Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, he would still be okay because he's on Snapchat. And, uh, you know, I don't even think he's on Twitch, but like, he's just, he's everywhere. So that's what we want to do because we know that everyone learns differently. We know that everybody hears what they need to hear, but maybe they need to see it or maybe they see what they need to see, but they need to hear it. So we're, we're going to provide all of that for you and it's going to be super diverse. Um, the podcasts that we have already, um, we've got about eight, um, and once those kind of trickle out, uh, you're going to see, you're going to see how influential your wellness needs to be in your life, but also how you can obtain it. And if you have a question, you contact us, you DM me, you, you text, you email, you do everything you can in your power, whatever is convenient for you. Even if it's at three in the morning, I want you to contact us to, communicate your story, your situation, your journey to 
Let us know the good and the bad and the ugly. And don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. We've all been there. We've all have had fucked up situations in our life that we know that you can get through. Like we're telling you right now, you can get through it, whatever it is. Uh, there is not a person or situation in the world. And I can say that literally honestly, because I know, I know God and I know God does not put you in a situation that he knows that you can't get through. So I can sit here and tell you point blank, there is nothing right now that you are in or you're struggling with that you can't overcome because that's not how our God works. And even if you're not a religious person, like I know everyone has morals. I know everyone has ethics and there's a standard of our life that is not being hit. I bet you anyone on this planet, there is one thing in the eight different types of wellness that there's one of those that there's somebody who's not hitting the prime or high standard of, and that's what we want to do. We want everyone to hit those standards. And then if you don't even hit them, at least you're striving so high that no matter where you fall underneath, you're going to be better than you are right now. So I'm going to try to wrap it up. I'm so sorry, but I just, I'm just super passionate about you and about you having the same types of revelations that I did. And I mean, isn't that what life's about? Like, don't we want people like us in the world, like-minded people that can share in the stories, in the journeys. And, uh, you know, we want to be a part of it. We want to go on this journey with you. We want to support you and, you know, be your cheerleaders, man. We want to, we want to focus on your needs and we want to provide you with as much service as we can. So, uh, last thing I'm going to say, because it's pretty much all I can think about right now, but I'm starting, I guess, a series, I guess we'll call it. Uh, it kind of kind of is going to ro roll around the theme of like Transformation Tuesday. And, you know, I'll probably end up having the podcast on Tuesday being about transformation, but it'll honestly be more about my own transformation in this this series that I'm I'm announcing, releasing right now. And it's basically hashtag 365 experiment and 365 experiment because I don't know what's going to happen. This is a gamble. This is a gamble for me and it's a gamble for you. So thank you in advance. If you do take part in any of the, you know, videos that you watch or any of the comments that you leave or the replies that you make, like, honestly, it's an experiment, but I want us to to go through it together. And then if, even if you don't start at the first day of January, you know, that's a great thing about these things is you can just hop on. Even if you fall off halfway through, you can hop back on. It's, it's, it's an experiment. And, and you know, it's like, it's even a game. Like think of it as a game. You're going to try something one day. If it doesn't work, screw it. I'll, I'll either don't do something else or, or I'll try something else, you know? Um, so hashtag 365 experiment. And essentially what it's going to be is I am going to tackle at least one thing from every single type of wellness that there is. And it's basically me. It's my life. So, you know, there's things that maybe don't relate to you, but you know, that's okay. That's nothing, you know, that's not to be ashamed about, but, uh, I'm just gonna try to hit some of them. Uh, if I don't hit any cool ones, I'm sorry, but stretching every day, super simple, 
But guess what? We don't stretch every day. Uh, walking and hiking every day. It sounds crazy, but guess what? I think I can do it. Uh, Podcast every day. That seems like a job in itself, but guess what? I'm here to serve. Um, I'm going to give my two cents. I'm going to try to do it every single day. Two cents being um, on a slew of different platforms. I'm going to communicate, comment, reply, post, whatever I need to do on like 90 different things. So whether it's 30 Instagram posts, whether not posting myself, sorry, whether it's engaging with 30 posts on Instagram, uh, you know, 10 on Facebook, another 30 on LinkedIn, and then another 20 on YouTube. That's what I'm going to do. Um, we've also got, I'm going to wake up early every day. I, uh, it's crazy. I don't, I don't use an alarm. I haven't used an alarm in, um, I mean, unless I have to get up for like a flight or something. Um, my schedule is pretty lenient to where I just wake up from my own like body clock. Now, what's funny is I have a cat and my cat likes to get up right before sunrise or, you know, roughly around six-ish. And he either wants to eat food, go outside, get some water, whatever. But somehow, some way, I always wake up with him. So if, if this inspires you, go get a cat because I'm pretty sure, or, you know, I guess I could say this. If you have a baby, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. You're on their clock. You're there to serve them. And what's great about it though, is that I literally get up early every day just to do that. Once I get up, I go do the thing with the cat and, you know, most of us would just go back to bed. But for the most part, I'm able to just keep myself up. I've, uh, in the past I've, you know, I forced myself to even like play video games just to like stay up. But after like the first week, it's not as bad as you would think. Um, the only bummer is it does affect your nightlife. It affects, you know, your drinking habits. Um, that kind of rolls into the, the next set of things that I'm not going to be doing. Uh, or I should say I am doing. But I'm not going to have uh, more than one drink uh, a day. Now, granted, I shouldn't be drinking every day anyways. But, you know, if I'm going to go to a party, if I'm going to go out on the town, I'm only going to have one drink. Uh, and what's funny is that I'll probably only have, you know, like a maker's mark on the rocks because I don't want the sugar and I don't want the extra calories. But, um, you know, that's that's not usually how I roll. I usually... I usually have a few, uh, a few glasses of, uh, of a cocktail because I, I like the feeling and I'm all or nothing. So, but that's not, the, that's not the case this year, 2019. It's the experiment. Um, oh, and speaking of video games, I'm deleting all the video games from my phone. I am definitely addicted to Jurassic Park, uh, or Jurassic World, the game. Uh, it's super dumb. It's a one-person game. Uh, I suck at sh- first-person shooter games, so I, I'm i going to delete that game. And granted, if I just log back in later in a year, 
Uh, Facebook remembers all my data, so it's fine. But for this year, I'm not going to play that game. Um, as far as the physical side, uh, I'm going to record not only my blood pressure, but my weight. Uh, also, I'm going to log all my food. Then uh, we're going to we're going to do push-ups every day. We're going to use a uh, you know whitening for your teeth, uh, whether it be charcoal or the little like light blue light uh, kind of weird looking gel stuff. Uh, I have both, so I'm just going to kind of do both. And also vitamins. I don't take vitamins um, on the days that I'm not outside as much or, you know, I, I can walk, you know, and I can walk and hike on a treadmill, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I usually do get outside, but sometimes I walk at night and if I don't get that vitamin D, I have a, a vitamin for that. Um, and lastly, I'm going to always give time for my wife, uh, whether it be morning and evening or just morning or just evening, whatever works for her. And lastly, I'm going to pray and meditate every day. So guys, that is the 365 experiment. Uh, I'm excited to share it with you guys in videos and posts. Um, obviously if you don't know already, you can follow us, uh, at SoCalQOL on Pretty much every platform I really tried to get everywhere. I think the only one I didn't do is like blog ones because I really don't blog. Um, if you like that, if you like that kind of communication and learning and social media, uh, go on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to make sure to have a big chunk of the social media be, be more copy, copy of the interviews, of conversations, of content that I feel is worth you guys reading. Um, but that's it. I mean, welcome. And I am just super excited to meet you, to talk with you. If you do, you know, call the number on our, on our, on our contact information, that's my number. So yeehaw. Um, obviously one day I'll probably have to, you know, either change the number or, um, convert it to an 800 number or something like that. But for the most part, that's how you can get a hold of me um, directly. Uh, there's also socalqol at gmail.com. We also have our own like personal um, emails, but at the same time, I just want to leave it super vague right now because I want anyone else who's a part of our team to be able to get in contact with you guys and to follow up and read emails and all that good stuff. So that's just the best way I thought to do it. Uh, but yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitch, IGTV, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. I feel like I'm missing one. But hey, uh, it's been a pleasure introducing myself. My name is Scott Trigloff, and I am just in awe of, uh, of what wellness is going to do for you. And so stay subscribed stay following and, you know, hit the notification bells on obviously YouTube, but all other platforms that you can. And I just look forward to talking with you guys. Um, that's it. It's a wrap. Number zero. 